close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Thanks for joining me today. The topic today is angelic guidance through adversity. First, a special hello to my listeners in Blackburn with Darwin in the United Kingdom. I love the name of your province. That is so beautiful. I hope to get to visit someday. If I do, I'll let you know. I want to jump into this because uh, I know for myself, I could spend a, a whole episode or two telling you about how angels have helped me personally through adversity. But people often ask me, well, what do you consider adversity? What kinds of things can angels help with? Any kind of adversity. Sometimes they're going to give you guidance. They're going to talk to you or urge you. They'll give you an internal push to do something, or you'll hear them in your head talking to you. And if it makes you go, you want me to what? It's not your thought. You know, if it's something that kind of surprises you, comes out of the blue, it's not along your current thought process, you have been thinking about that, then it's absolutely coming from your angels. And they're just trying to help you because you're probably stuck. When we're stuck, that's when we need guidance. When we're not stuck, we just need to figure it out, right? That's part of growing up, making mistakes, learning lessons the hard way. Sometimes that's how we learn things best, unfortunately. But when we're stuck, when we really, truly do not know which way to turn to fix things, or if we can't even see a way out, I've been there. I'm sure many of you have too. I'm not going to pretend my life has been perfect because that's far from the truth. I've just come a long way. That's all. I've learned to overcome and I've learned to trust my angels. And I, I will just remind you that it's so important to ask your angels for help because all of us come to this human existence, this immersive learning with the idea that we have free will. And so we're supposed to make decisions. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to learn. But when we need help and we don't know what to do, it's smart to ask your angels, I need you to intervene on my behalf and give me some guidance on this. How do I get out of this? How do I turn things around? I will give you just, I'm not going to go into great detail about it. I, I, you know, you've heard enough about my personal trials, you know, I'll spare you this episode, but I will say it can be, it can be problems with a relationship of any kind that you want to continue the relationship, whether it's, you know, a sibling, a child, a parent, a friend, a neighbor, and you don't know what to do to turn things around to kind of fix something that's happened. Uh, if it can't be fixed, your angels will tell you that too. Mine have told me, do not go there. 
And they've told me it's not in your best and highest good. And sometimes I don't like that, but I trust them because if someone or something is not in my best and highest good, it's kind of silly for me to push to keep it in my life, right? That that's true for all of us. So if you're if you're given the message that you can't fix this, then you have to accept it and you have to move on and find a way to live with that. Um, you will get there. It could take some time if it's really painful, but you will get there. I know you will. Um, it can go all the way up to things like you're you're going to be homeless. You don't know how to feed your children. You don't know how you're going to pay your bills. You're going to you've lost your car. You don't know how you'll get to work, or you've lost your job. Now you don't know what how you're going to pay your bills. Things of that sort. It can be right up to severe illness. You know, somebody has been in an accident and their their life's hanging in the balance, and you need help. Um, it's a lot of different things. I mean, just any serious adversity you face, and please don't do what some people I know do. They get into this comparison thing where they think, well, mine isn't so bad. Such and such has this going on. Doesn't work that way with the angels. You have your own angels and guides that are there just for you. They're only focused on you. You are their only project. So even if that person has a worse situation, they have a team of angels and guides working on it. You do not need to sacrifice yourself because yours are there just for you and they're waiting for you. They're not helping other people while you're not asking for help. So you're not taking anything away from somebody else. Please don't be a martyr. Please get the help you need. Please reach out for it. Sometimes, I think a lot of time, it's easier to ask your angels for help than it is to ask another human being because you don't have to worry about your pride. You don't have to worry about being embarrassed because your angels don't have judgments like that. They're never going to come back. Well, you should have known, or I told you, or shame on you. They don't, they don't do that. So just know when you ask your angels, all they're focused on is helping you with your current dilemma, whatever it may be. So yours is just as important as somebody else's. And it's kind of like when you're sick, the people who deny themselves medical care because such and such is say, I have cancer. All I have, you know, is bad knees. Well, you know, you still need to get yourself taken care of. So it's the same, it's the same concept. There's no prizes for being a martyr, just so you know. They might not have been aware of that. Absolutely no statuettes or any kind of prize money involved in that. So you might as well ask. Do angels ever refuse to help? No. However, I have had my angels go quiet on me and and I will share just one thing that I think is very relevant back when I was in a horrible relationship and I knew I needed to go, but I felt like if I didn't stay, he wasn't going to make it up, screwed up, you know, ah, light worker Maloney. But anyway, my angels, you know, I kept asking them, please tell me, should I go? Because I know it's better for me to go or should I stay and try to help this person? And nine months later, they went, you have to go to save yourself. And I cried. I cried and cried. And it was really hard, but I knew in my heart it was true. And I guess I just needed my angels to say it. I needed them to second what my heart already well knew. And so sometimes it's just about confirmation. You know what you need to do, but you need to hear your angels say it too. Or you need them to reinforce it in your heart so that you feel so secure 
about making the decision to walk away or to devote yourself further or to give money or help someone, whatever it may be, or accept help, that you ask for it and you're ready to accept it. Now, whatever they say, you do need to act on that. So mine didn't say anything for months on end. And I was really frustrated, but I thought, I know how it works with angels that it may take them quite a while to answer, but once they do, it's like kabam. It's so obvious, such a big response. You can't miss it. And that's what I was waiting for. And I got it. Uh, There's been times too, like I said, that I asked for help with a situation and my angel said, don't bother. There's no point even trying. I've heard that numerous times because I tend to be too kind. I tend to help people too much, give them too many chances. And so my angels are helping me overcome that because <laughs> that can be almost as big of a problem as being selfish and not helping people. So they're helping me not waste my time and energy and efforts on somebody that isn't going to change or isn't willing to help themselves, isn't willing to accept help or can't change. You know, like I I said earlier, maybe you could get that kind of answer because that person or situation or job or hobby or whatever it is, isn't something that's supposed to be in your life. It would be pulling you backwards instead of encouraging you forward. The trick is, like I said, once you get that answer from your angels, you have to be prepared to act on it. Because if you don't act on it, number one, they're going to keep telling you, And then they're going to stop giving you as much guidance. They're going to figure, okay, this person's not ready. They they really don't want my guidance. If they did, they'd be doing what I suggested, what I told them to do, and they're not. So then they kind of back off like, they okay, they want to do free will again. And that's what they're going to presume. And they're not going to waste their time on somebody who's showing them they're not going to take the advice showing them that they're not prepared to receive and accept and act on angelic guidance. To me, it's very much like having a trusted, wise mentor that you go to and you go to them with a serious issue and they tell you what to do and then you just ignore it completely. It's the same thing. Do you think they're going to want to continue being your mentor? Do you think they're going to be eager to give you any more of their time, attention, Angels are far nicer than that, but it's more, it's not like a retaliation thing. It's just that clearly you're not ready. If you were, as soon as you got that advice, you'd be ready to go because you want it so badly. So don't do it for the fun of it. Don't ask them and then be, and then ignore them. There's been times, uh, (laughs) years ago, about nine, 10, 10 years ago, probably at this point, my angels were telling me, you need to write a book. You need to host a show. And I honestly was just trying to survive day to day. I was in that terrible relationship. It had really broken me down, very abusive in a lot of ways. And I kept telling them, I am in no shape to do any of that. But when I am, I will. They continued telling me, but over time, they slowed down when I said, okay, I can't do it now. I know you don't understand this because they've never been human. They don't understand things like having a breakdown. They don't understand being uh, abused. They don't understand dark nights of the soul and all of that. So um, you tell them, I hear you and I respect you. And I'm going to act on that as soon as I can. And then you've got to be prepared to do that. 
So as soon as I was ready, I told them, you know, when I felt like I had recovered quite a bit, I said, okay, let's start with the show. And I actually started a pot. It was a a radio show and I've had multiple different platforms I've done my show on. And it used to be a call in and people would ask questions and get answers from their angels. And I've done all kinds of different type of shows regarding angels. So I've been doing this about eight years now. And they were really happy. But then they're like, don't forget, you need to write a book. And so when things got a little better for me, like things were clearing up, I felt like I could handle it. I said, all right, what do you want me to write? And they just started like putting all these words, like I felt like it was pouring out of me. And I had to sit down at my laptop and just write. And and even uh, during COVID, I was writing a lot of it. In the early parts of COVID, I would go to a coffee shop just to be around some other people. And I would type for hours and it would just flow out of me. And I felt like I didn't even hardly have to think about it. It just was like the first nine chapters of that book just came right out. And so, okay, all right. And then it wasn't long after that, that they're like, now you need to start doing this. Uh, No, it was before that, that they said, you need to do this type of session where it's called meet your angelic guides. I'm like, okay, what is it? You like come in and meet people. And they they were like, no, you're going to tell them our names. You're going to tell them the names of what their angels and guides look like and their messages for them and tell them about their angels and guides. And okay. So they, they gave me the outline and I started that actually before I even, I think before I even started the radio shows. So that was actually happening. They've been telling me all of these things. They continue to tell me things like they had me write the that angel journal recently and published that. And I'm working on another journal they want me to do. So they keep me busy. They just say, okay, now you're writing this. And I tell you this because sometimes people are still expecting to hear these angels with their ears. And even for me as a medium, I generally hear them in my head like a thought. But I say again, that it's out of context for my own thinking. It's thoughts and words I would not say or hadn't been thinking of, it surprises me, or it interrupts my train of thought. So it's clearly not mine. And it's always positive. And it's something that's going to be helpful for people. So it's of the light. And it's, you know, things that are uplifting. Uh, If you're hearing messages in your head that are not those things, that if they sound dark and scary and violent, that's not angels. So just be aware. Once in a while, I do hear angels with my ears. And when I do, it's like they're shouting. So I think I'm just distracted and they're telling me like in my head and I don't hear it. So they start shouting and then I hear it with my ears. And it usually makes me laugh because I'm like, okay, okay, I hear you. Got it. You you can settle down now. I got it. Uh, I keep a little in my journal, in my angel journal, I write down what my angels tell me. Uh, answers. I write down instructions, guidance they give me because I don't want to forget it. So I write down the day, the time. Uh, That's why I set up that angel journal I published on Amazon is like that. So it tells you the date, the time, exactly, you know, what you saw, heard, felt, uh, so that you can start tracking this. And the more you hear a message, the more urgently your angels want you to do it. I I mentioned something earlier I really want to touch on because I've been seeing more and more people going through one, the dark night of the soul. If you've had one, you know what it is. And if you don't, let me just tell you, it's when you get hit 
by one thing after another that seems to be just sweeping the feet out from under you. It can be deaths of people that you really love, really close to each other, then getting really sick, then your car is broken down, you got to get a new one or get an expensive repair, and then plumbing issues at your house. And, you know, one, just one thing after another hitting you just can't get your breath, can't get your feet under you. And it brings you into this energetic dark hole that's hard to get out of. So if you're in a place like that, more and more are because the world's chaotic and and it's a little crazy right now, let's face it. If you're in a place like that, you need your angel's guidance more than anybody does. You need to be talking with them. You need to be sharing your feelings. You need to be asking them for comfort. Just surround me with your energy. Hold me in your energy. You can visualize that as the angels surrounding you with their wings but it will fill you with such peace and calm and just this loving, warm energy. It's beautiful. And if you're in a dark night of soul, you need that. It's kind of like your angels can help you get one leg out of that hole so you can start pulling yourself out because it's it's very hard to get out of a dark night of the soul by yourself. And if you do try it by yourself, it takes much longer to get out. Um, I've gone through three of those and the last one just about took me out. So I have great compassion for people who are being hit like that right now. Um, and a lot of them that I see have never heard of a dark night of the soul. So um, in my first book that let your angels lead, there's an entire chapter about dark night of the soul and how to get out of it. And I put that in there because it is very much tied to angelic guidance It's very much tied to severe, numerous adversities hitting you one after the other. You can understand how that would be so devastating for a person. I think a lot of people who are homeless right now have been in a dark night of the soul. That's been a big part of it. Uh, I personally think that that's evil that does that. Evil that goes after people and tries to take them out emotionally, mentally, and then physically. And I'm just not going to stand by and let it happen. So I'm going to tell you, you know, here's what you can do when you're in a situation like that. Here's how to start. Here's how to get the first toe out of that dark night of the soul. Here's how to get your foot out, get the leg out, lift yourself out the rest of the way as quickly as possible. Because it's like the longer you're in it, the more it saps hope from you. And that's dangerous. You don't want to be in a place where you're truly hopeless. Uh, There's always reason for hope and faith. Never forget that. And always know you're being watched over. You're being guarded and guided. But if you don't ask for that help, then they're thinking you're still trying to learn on your own. Even if you're in a dark night of the soul, they figure, okay, I guess they want to figure this out themselves. Maybe you do, but you don't have to. And it can be a team effort to get you out. And then you'll know how to help other people. You'll recognize it in other people and you can give them some advice as to how they can get out of that uh, because it is, it is really, really difficult. And if those of you listening, watching right now who are in one, I'm so sorry. I, I feel for you very deeply, but this will end. You will get out of that. If you want to get out, you will get out. And your angels can help you do it faster. So no matter what's going on, even if it's not you, I often, every single night, I'm asking angels to help people I know who either don't or won't 
or can't ask for help themselves right now. I'm putting protection around people that I know are under a dark attack. I am putting protection under people who just seem to be hit by one thing after another. I am protecting people who've had uh, attachments, which can lead into a possession. You know, I, I'm not going to stand by and see somebody I know going through that and just leave them to it. I'm going to work on that. So there is a lot we can do. You know, when people say, what can one person do? It's pretty astounding what one person can do, especially when that one person has a team of angels that they allow to work with them as a team and make some progress and really make a big difference. You can do it. You, 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 every one of you out there has the ability to do that. And I encourage you to find a few friends who like angels, who are into it and work on this together of really building your faith and your hope in God and the angels that they're there for you. They're going to help you ask specifically for what you want, but I will caution you, don't tell them how to do it. I learned that the hard way. If you don't tell them how to do it, they have a million different ways they can accomplish what you need done that you might never know exists. And you could actually be hampering them by telling them, do it this way. And so I just say things like, hey, I need to be well by this date. I have to be well, you know, and sometimes they'll, you know, guide me towards a supplement or guide me towards, you know, something, a recipe that's going to help clear things up. And I get bronchitis pretty easily and uh, they'll help me get well. And friends will drop by out of the blue with cures for me. And, and I end up getting well by that date. But if I said, help me get well, make me take vitamin C 10 times a day, you know what it is, you know, whatever it is, you're, you're really cutting yourself short because you can't possibly know all of the options the angels have. It's kind of like they, you know, they know everything that's happening behind the scenes and everything that's going to happen to you. So let them use that amazing ability to help you. Now, I'm going to be continuing this topic over on Patreon, and it's going to be specifically ways to overcome adversity when life is hard. And I know it's really hard for many, many people right now. So I know a lot of you need this. Join me over on Patreon. You, you don't have to join to enjoy some of the things that I post. And some things, if you're not a member, I post it like three days after members read it. And then you can get a seven-day free trial and read and watch all my videos. So that's option two. I just don't want to cut anybody out. Next Sunday, I have a really fun topic for you. It is ancient symbols and their meanings. Now, I am going to be describing the symbols on the podcast because most people are listening on a podcast platform. But if you really want to see them, you could also go over to my YouTube channel, Ivory Lanou, and check it out there and you'll see them if you have any doubt about what they are. But that's going to be fun. I look forward to that. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. episode.